Welcome to the second full-length episode of the $5 Movie Bin Podcast, the podcast where we head to our local big box store, stick our hand in that $5 DVD bin, and pray to God we pull out something good. No such luck here this week, guys, as we review our first and hopefully last Nicholas Sparks film, <laughs> Safe Haven. I'm your host, Jeff, and with me this week is Eric. Hey, how you doing? And Amber. Hello. Uh, let's get a quick summary of this film. Uh, <laughs> this was bad. Uh, Safe Haven is a 2013 American romance film starring Julianne Huff, Josh Duhamel, and Kobe Smolders. That's Kobe, Kobe Beef. Uh, a young woman with a mysterious past lands in Southport, North Carolina. We're going to talk about that later. Where her bond with a widower forces her to confront the dark secret that haunts her. This film currently holds a 12% on Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Oh, man. What is your backgrounds with this film? I have no background with a movie. Um, oh, do you have background with the books? Did, did you read I the books? Oh. I read the books several All right. years ago. First off, does it hold true to the book? Do you think? From what I remember, yes, it was a long time. ago. How old is how old is is the oh, book? Oh gosh, I'd, ha- I'd have to. I think I bought it on paperback. I don't know, maybe five, six years ago, maybe longer. So I know it's been out for a while. I mean, I'm sure we can look it up, or I can look it up. But uh, yeah, for those of you at home, I'm. Slightly under the weather, but we want to make sure we give you guys a good podcast. So if I sound start coughing or sound like I smoked like a ginormous cigar, I apologize. But okay, so this, you're saying this movie came out or the book came out quite a while I ago? I think I think so. Okay, I think so. And I mean, I I can look that up if if you guys want. Oh, go ahead, Eric. What is your background with this film? Absolutely no background. <laughs> I think my background is wow, that looks like a piece of garbage. <laughs> um. Eric, you did make a comment before we were starting about the covers of yeah, the Nicholas Yeah, Sparks I was shows. I was noticing that. So so I was looking at the the covers of the various uh Nicholas Sparks direct to video, book to video um <laughs> movies and, and now, you know now just to be be fair to Nicholas Sparks, these are not direct to D V D No all. no no no. These these are no. some high budget, lots well, of high box office. High box high office, budget. lots of people, you know, but but like names are in there. You know, it's not just like There's, there's names and right. people. But what I wanted to say, you know, is like The Notebook, A Walk to Remember, Safe Haven. <laughs> um Dear John, Knights in Rodanthe. <laughs> they message in a <laughs> bottle. <laughs> <laughs> the best. I mean, they all look the same, the, they same, have the same title. It's like, like the same it's movie like poster. Two people looking at each other intensely. And it's in North Carolina. Always. Always. Well, I know he lives there, but, you know. I think that's why it's always set yeah, there. Yeah, well, it makes sense, now, I guess. I, now, with the North Carolina thing, did they mention that it was ever in North Carolina? In I the think movie? they just, yes. I, I think, think they just s- said it was Southport. They didn't say North Carolina. Because I was trying to go through, I'm like, I know I read the uh, intro beforehand and the background, and so I knew it was South Carolina, but or, I mean, sorry, North Carolina. But they never once mentioned that, and so I was like, "Where is this movie taking place?" Right, because I think they mentioned that the bus line stopped in Atlanta, Atlanta, and that was the hub. And that was the hub, and they could get off anywhere in between. I, I'm assu- Boston, which we find Boston, out. Boston, which we find out later. Yes, mm-hmm. right. But we never find out that it's specifically this is specifically North Carolina, right? 
Unless Southport is just a thriving metropolis. Which it could be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. All right. So most of us have nothing, uh, although, you know, we've never watched this movie before. But you read but the book. But Amber read the book. I read the book. And you think that it lines up fairly well. Yeah, from what I remember, yeah. So the book was garbage, too. It was a Nicholas Sparks book. It was 12% on Amber's Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a Nicholas Sparks book. It's very predictable. Uh, yeah. I will say, even um, even as a, as, a <laughs> as a woman. The woman perspective the brought to you by Amber. <laughs> the Five Dollar Bin Podcast. Who, who is not. Uh, really, I'm not really into romantic movies or rom-coms You're not. in general. Um, but Nicholas Sparks does write a woman's brain <laughs> really well for a man, which is odd. I always thought that was odd. So that's just me. It makes sense. I, I mean, mean, he's in touch with this feminine. It's good. He probably it's is. It's good. <laughs> He's more in touch with his feminine side than I am. <laughs> <laughs> that is also true. Could very well be. All right. All right, let's get into the cast of this fine film. <laughs> uh, Julianne Huff, who played Kate Fieldman, also known as Erin Tierney. How did she do? She was a blonde. Playing what, what does that mean? Do I you don't have know. something she, against blondes? No, I don't have anything against She was against a blonde. Her. No, she was a blonde. What do you expect I, from a dame? She was a pretty blonde actress who... Uh, well, you know, let, let's back up. All right. If you're going to do that, you need to do air quotes around the word actress. Okay? Thank you. Okay. Because she's not she's an She's a Dancing with the Stars Thank instructor. Thank you, okay. I didn't know. I didn't really know who she was. Yeah, I didn't even know she was a Dancing with the Stars instructor she until I started reading on it. I was like, oh, because I'm not, I'm not a big fan of uh, DWT, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, DWTS. Obviously, I'm not because I clearly <laughs> left off the list. He just tried to, just tried to give that an Dancing acronym. with the... The what? What What are we dancing with? Dancing with them. Dancing with those people. <laughs> dancing with them. <sighs> so, yeah, she uh, she had a couple of hit songs, too. Yeah, She's, she you did? Know, oh, I can't remember what her big oh. She's was. a country musician? Yeah, again, we need to put that country in Country musician? Too. Yeah. Country musician. Yeah, Amber, didn't you guys have like a, you know, a jug band that you guys did no. covers of? No, I didn't. Oh, I thought that was you and your family. No, I didn't grow up in the country. <laughs> sure you did. You grew yeah. up downstate just downstate, like me. That's all that matters. <laughs> Any place south of Joliet that you grew up is south, that's right, right, my friend. That's right. It's corn. We're all we all live in farms. But corn uh, and soybeans. <laughs> she, she I I think she she played her part well, being the attractive blonde in lead in Thank this you. film. Right. She played her part well. That's all you can. Really That's say. all you can really ask. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not we're not looking for like you know, Dame not... Judy Dench here or something <laughs> like that. You know, we're oh, looking. Please, can we? You, have know, her? you know what I mean? You know, we're we're. Helen Mirren as. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. Making out with Josh. Dude. I mean, this movie would have taken a whole different turn if it was Helen Mirren. It's, it's funny how the you Iron both Lady chose two British actresses. Fabulous Very actresses. fabulous. Fabulous, fa fa Eric? Susan, yeah, fabulous. Yeah. Susan Sarandon. I mean, seriously. I mean, yeah. like what I'm saying, no. She yeah. wasn't that, but she didn't need to be that for this movie. No, She's, this movie doesn't call you for know, no. superior acting. No, hey, we need a hat bland over here. So get a Julianne Hoff over here. Shh. 
oh, we'll take her. That's, you know, they just spun the wheel and <laughs> yeah. picked Wait, her. What's that chick from the third Transformers movie doing? That's right. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Uh, well, you know, she's got a lot on a plate. Um, yeah. I mean. Would you agree with that, Jeff? I mean, I, she there was really nothing for her to work with. They, Thank you. Yeah, That's so what I say. So she did her she part. she did, she did well. They needed eye candy, and congratulations, you got it. Uh, a little something for the boys. All right. Uh, Josh Duhamel as Alex Wheatley. Duhamelay? Duhamel. Duhamel. Or is it Dumal? Duhamel. Dumal. Is it French? Is it like Dumas? Dumas. Dumale. <laughs> um, how did he do? He was Josh Dumal. Yeah. He's kind of been that guy in all of his... In all of his movies. He's the same character. Kind of little bumbly. Yeah, little bumbly. Heart of gold kind of a thing. Yeah. 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 Down to earth. Guy next door. But a little bit more attractive. Do you know what I I mean? Yep. No. (laughs) I don't know. Because everyone thinks he's so hot. Girls, gentlemen who prefer gentlemen, (laughs) feel he's hot. Yeah. Amber that, that was not me. No, that I Amber, do not. Hey. I really don't. <laughs> not my not my type. Really? You don't like the tall, dark, handsome, and chiseled? No, I prefer. He's very chiseled. He, he is. He, He's he, got he a dirt. chiseled face. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Oh, my it's, God. It's very chiseled. <laughs> He's I, so chiseled. I'm just saying he's got a chiseled face. It, yeah. And my, my favorite thing about him is he was also a voice on uh, Jake in the Neverland Pirate. Oh yes, yes. I he think is. I think I got to throw that out there. He's his acting chops are I mean, they're it's, not just the Transformers it's funny, and, though, when and you, Las Vegas. It's well, Right. When you look him up on IMDb, you get Transformers and then you have to scroll for a while <laughs> to yeah. get to anything else. Cuz he was in a lot of stuff besides besides that Michael Bay piece of crap, but uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just saw the other one, so I have room we, to talk right now. We all do. You paid your, your $14 <laughs> for your 3D And glasses. I didn't get a Jess Duhamel film. Gosh. <laughs> what, a chiseled face? Oh, and a chiseled face and Optimus Prime. I'm looking for that guy next door with a heart of gold. Kind of Mark Wahlberg-y, but not exactly. Oh, don't let's Without don't the bastard s- accent. <laughs> don't get me started. Hey, Optimus, you- what you doing, eh? <laughs> Say hello to your mama for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This pa- Megatron's really ripped, eh? Let's- Park over there, Optimus. Go- Park over there. Hey, hey, Optimus, what are you doing after this? Eh? We, maybe we go catch uh, a catch a Boston Red Sox game, huh? Go Bruins. Go, go Bruins. <laughs> hey. See, obviously Josh Duhamel did so good that we're not even talking about him. I mean, uh, he, he, did- he played this role right here. Yeah. he. I mean, he was the same. Josh Duhamel, that as he always is, as he always is. Uh, I, but I, in this one, though, he was in a. What do you think of him, though? Because he always kind of plays that leading guy, like single, single guy. He was a dad in this. How do you think he did oh, as a yeah. dad? Because oh, yeah. I haven't. I've seen some. I've seen some Duhamel flicks. I've never seen him as a dad. <laughs> some Duhamel <laughs> flicks. He's, he's been. Around. Eric's seen a few, I've and so few. are Josh Duhamel Expert. experts. I am Eric because he's seen a few flicks. Yep. I saw all three Transformers, and there were no kids in that movie. But what I'm saying, though, how did he do as, like, a dad, acting like a dad? He was fine. He was all right. He was fine. Again, working with what you got. There's Thank not you. much to work with yeah. here. As is I those could, Transformers It didn't films. seem unrealistic. No. I mean, yeah, he's Because sometimes you've seen, like, people playing... 
parents, parents that definitely mm-hmm. don't have kids. You're like, oh, you have no idea how to do this. <laughs> Let's talk about Kobe Smulders, also known as Ms. Robin Cherbotsky. Yeah, I'm not. We're just going to talk about her because if I give her name is Joe. But if I give away some stuff, I'm going to give away kind of a thing. How did uh, Ms. Robin Cherbotsky do? She was a background character. I mean, she was just there. She kind of. <laughs> there really wasn't a part. There really to play. wasn't anything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she she you, was almost she was almost like a conscience. You could have dropped her out of the movie, and you wouldn't have known. True. I mean, I I think that it needed it at some point because well, you find out later what happened. There, well, there was no other female character there other wasn't. than Huff. Sorry, still feeling under the weather. Um, but the woman who won the ran, ran the uh, fish and chip shop. She was that was your only other female character. And she and she had what three or four lines? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. So I mean, at least with Duhamel, you had you know male actors. You had the the creepy cop guy. You had he, Duhamel's uncle. Was it? He had a couple lines. <laughs> His oh, was that his uncle? I never I thought never he had a relationship. Was it, was like, it was just yeah. kind of this crusty guy that worked for him. Yeah, I think it was his uncle. <laughs> crusty guy who worked for That's a really scraped, good Scraped the barnacles <laughs> off the boat and <laughs> sold you Cheetos or something. Like that. He was the guy that used Stunk to own up. it. I totally don't know that anymore. <laughs> I lost it in a bet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a pear and he had a royal flush. Why do I always now go with that? Now his kids run this joint. <laughs> Speaking of royal flush, he's also the one who you know blew up the bathroom before the woman. Oh, yeah. I totally saw it. She gave him a weird look. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> that and, stinks. And you know what? I think it was a throwaway, but I noticed it too. Thank you. Because <laughs> yep. I, I don't know if she... <laughs> this okay. wing is closed. <laughs> I, I want to go back and watch it again, but I'm not sure if she was like looking at him like, oh yeah, you're just walking by me. But the look on her face kind of made it seem like he just took a big dump in just there. Don't... Well, he came out with a newspaper. But it, I don't <laughs> Sunday think... paper at that. <laughs> big old thick Sunday Times. Oh. Got through the classifieds. Oh. <laughs> Ran out of toilet paper. Um, but I don't see. I think that's too creative for this. I th- it was such a throwaway <laughs> that I don't think that they meant to do that. I think that was just a. Was that in the book? Yeah, <laughs> you know I believe and it was they page fifty-two. His, his <laughs> and the crusty old man. Third paragraph, second sentence. Blows up the toilet. Me and my photographic a lot, memory lot of, of deep, Nicholas deep Sparks. Description into that scene. When <laughs> oh my god! And he slowly turned his head, and his crusty hair waved slightly. And then he turned the page on the paper. <laughs> he then lit Meanwhile, a candle. Meanwhile, Julian Huff that smelled of elderberries, <laughs> and then sprayed Glade air freshener throughout the toilet. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I noticed that, too. I don't know if anybody else caught If you watch the movie and you caught that, let us know. Uh, you get a pat on the back for me and Amber. <laughs> Who was this actor of actors right now that we are holding in such high esteem? I don't even know. The one that made me laugh really hard, and I didn't think anybody else did. No, anybody he was a good that? guy. I didn't write his name because he was a throwaway character. Oh, I, I know he was a throwaway it. character. Let's see. Hold on. I thought he was, like, the uncle. He, he might have been the wife's uncle, like... Dumel's uh like uncle in law or whatever. But I think he <laughs> had some kind of relation. They have the man on the dock and no. <laughs> but they don't have 
Uncle Krusty Joe or whatever. I bet right. you didn't have a name. Krusty Joe. <laughs> Krusty Joe. That's what we're going to call Uncredited. <laughs> Maybe he actually was from the town and they just let him be in the movie. <laughs> Maybe. That was his store. Maybe was that his was his store. They were like, oh, he just wants to be in the movie. Oh, he really did take a dump in there. <laughs> Son of a biscuit. He was, <laughs> hey, you're supposed to fake take a dump Film in there. it. Film that. <laughs> Film Go. that crap. <laughs> Wait. Oh. You're telling me oh. he did take a d- he did take a dump in there? You're, he did take a dump? No. No. It's his store. Oh. Hey. Krusty Joe. It's real method acting. Let's keep it. He was <laughs> He was so into the character, he just, yeah, he just takes dumps. Obviously, he did better than Colby Smolders. Yes. Who's a throwaway in this one? <laughs> yeah. But not, a, but not the Krusty guy. That was a pretty good Robin. Did you notice that? That was. Listen to it in playback. Okay. It's really good. Okay. <laughs> Wow. All right. All right. Uh, next up, David Lyons, also known as Kevin Tierney, who I affectionately call the creepy cop. The creepy cop. The sweaty cop. Yeah, sweaty drunk cop. Sweaty, sweaty. He, I don't think it, I've ever seen any. I've seen people drink I mean, a lot, but never sweat like that. Thank you. Maybe he's just spilling alcohol on himself. Yeah, but he's coming out. He's just licking. <laughs> oh, I'm getting drunk on my sweat you vodka. Could, Maybe you, what he does is he soaks his shirt and he. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> it was all around his V-neck. Oh yeah, it was totally. You know, it, it was yeah. like completely soaked. And so all down his back too. Missing his mouth entirely because he's so drunk. Here's what he could do, because he didn't have the vodka on him at times. He could just wring out his shirt. That's what I'm saying. Into a cup, and it's like, hey, vodka. He always smells like booze. (laughs) Well, that's the price you pay for such great ingenuity. Trying to get, you know, like, oh, I'm out of vodka here. Just a little squirt of that. There you go. Shot of vodka right in my shirt. (laughs) It's like one of those tailgate boys or those, uh, you know, that you bring with to the uh, the football games. You stick them in. You know, you ever see those? Oh, you put it. You put like a little plastic flask. (laughs) <laughs> in like your side, and you get to sneak it into the games. Well, oh, there's yeah. also a thing called a wine bra. I know oh, that I you see guys those too. Oh, I see them. I see in the pictures. It's like a though. push-up bra, like and a water just... bra, but you put your wine in it, and it's got a straw that comes up the side, and you can just open your shirt and take a little sippy sip, and then you know, a wine bra. You know the the things you learn. We don't have a cure for cancer. But, folks, these are the things that we have. we can sneak alcohol in the concert. That we can. And God bless America because I love this country. And the fact that we have these great products that you can buy. To get drunk anywhere, folks. To get drunk anywhere. God bless America. (laughs) (laughs) Land of the free and over the drugs. (laughs) Creepy cop did okay, though. He did okay. He was like a he was like an NCIS creepy cop kind of character, you know, a CSI like cop gone bad, like Ooh, on the wrong side of the law. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm well, sick, so that deep voice really comes out. It really did. It was kind of scary. <laughs> one Fiber. man, one mission. <laughs> Don't do that. It's gonna one get man nightmares on a mission. Total nightmare. It's gonna be to nightmare. find some blonde chick who used to be brunette, who got on a bus. To Southport somewhere. Which is a good segue. Because that's exactly what happens. Piece of crap movie. All right, let's get into the plot of this thing. Um, All right, so Safe Haven. We open up with a brunette woman. 
running out of her house with a plastic grocery bag. <laughs> really, you couldn't grab something else. Um, That's what I have <laughs> in my house. I have a couple totes, but I think if I had just you know, done what she'd uh, done. Which one do I want to use? The one from Whole Foods or <laughs> Jewel? Uh, you know what? The Target like, ones, What am I trying though? to Trader pull Joe's. Oh, the Trader Joe's one. Outfit? Oh. I mean, am I really trying to go for Urban Chic? Or is it more like down to earth? Modern homeless or, you know, <laughs> no. Hey, did she actually pack any clothes? She shoved some clothes in the plastic bag. But they were mm-hmm. all falling out of the bag. Did she know she was going to a southern climate? Ooh, <laughs> good question. Did she pack climate appropriate? Well, she didn't pack asking. a swimsuit as we find she, out later. She didn't. She did not. But she must have brought her manicure kit. Yeah, because her nails were perfect this entire time. They were. Amber noticed. Absolutely gorgeous. Well, <laughs> come on, guys. Well, you know. Um, <laughs> takes an esthetician. So esthetician. What? An esthetician. Thank you. An e- a mathematician. I didn't know the formal word. I was close. It's all right. God Don't bless worry. you. Oh, dear. Thank you. Um, First time I've heard that one, folks. Uh huh. Julianne Huff then racing to a bus stop, boarding the bus, and running from the cops. You know, this part right here was more intense than I would have expected from a Nicholas Sparks film. I was on board. I was like, yes, this is the movie I want to see. This is great. This is fantastic. Cut it, print. Let's keep going. For me, it was like Superman, the new Superman movie, where I loved being on Krypton. I was like, give me a whole movie like that. And Eric, we've had this conversation before. Give me a whole movie like that. I loved it. This, it had suspense. She's running through. There's cops chasing her. It was good stuff. I liked it. And then we had... Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> we then... Walked in there and like, decimated like the that bathroom. No, it, was like, <laughs> it was like the book started, or the movie started, like it was written by maybe John Grisham. Or... Um, Robert... Not no. What's his name? Pat Pat Anderson. Pat Robert Pat <laughs> Pat Boone. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Not Robert Pat Patterson. James Patterson. Oh, wasn't written by the Twilight guy. No, he doesn't do books. I don't think he can read. <laughs> <laughs> right. Are we are we talking about the blonde one or the pale one? <laughs> the pale one. Oh, the pale face. I'm an alien. Uh, I don't know. I was doing him. I was doing <laughs> that, was, that was a really good one. Oh, 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 I, I love you so much. And oh no, you're you're pregnant. That's so crazy. Oh, yeah. I love you, Bella. You know and what? The, and this Bella. is Bella. he was probably a better so actor though than that other piece of crap guy, the werewolf dude. Probably. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I hate I that have guy. <laughs> oh! I'm going to admit this. Taylor. For the Taylor Lautner. Taylor Swift. I'm going to admit Lautner. this for the world that um. I've seen all of them. Oh, oh, I've seen all of them, too. You yeah. have? I have. Oh, I saw. Okay. okay, so I'm not alone in this. Eric, have you seen all of them? Yeah. Okay. Oh. So we're, we've all I'm seen so all of them. I'm so surprised. Oh, no. I've been to the theater to see a few oh, yeah. of them, too. A couple of them, yeah. On Thanksgiving. Um, them. My wife and I, we started, it was like a, we were snowed in one weekend. And I'm like, all right, there, let's just watch these. See what all the fuss is about. And then I kind of, like, the story was bad, mm-hmm. but I kind of, like, had to finish it. The and I was really glad I did because it was all worth it for that like 20 minutes <laughs> in Breaking Dawn Part 2. I just rejoiced like, holy crap, so worth it. All the hours that I put into that at the end. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? Oh, 
Eric's nodding his head. Yeah. He, this He's is not this speaking. is not a video podcast. You need to contribute I am verbally. Verbally. <laughs> audio. You can't hear my head. You can't hear my head rattle. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> no. I yeah, that that oh. But again, movies made from books. So it all comes through and not very folks. good books, yeah. Head to your local library <laughs> and have the movie in your mind. Oh my <laughs> Did you imagine the characters to look like Josh Duhamel and Jessica Hoagie? 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 <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Subway? Oh, sorry. Juliana Hoagie. <laughs> Julianne Hoagie? No, I didn't. What did you if, if you you read the book? I did so read the book. Who would you see as the characters? Yeah, Th- that's go back, a good go question. Go back to your thirteen-year-old self when you read the book. Thirteen. I don't know. I don't know how old was this uh, book. Geez, how old is this? I was out of college. Oh, okay. Go back to your out of college self <laughs> when you read this book. Oh, jeez, mom. Another uh, Nicholas um, Sparks book. Can you take me down to the old general store? I. <laughs> So so, who would you see? Who would you see? Oh gosh, I don't even know. Um, if money was no option, for money these was guys, no option. Who would they have oh gosh, this is a really hard question because I have a really hard time with putting putting actors in the book. I just make up what they look like in my head, so it might take me a little bit well, to like put that to an actor. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking Sarah Silverman and David Cross. Yes, go with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Best movie ever. Ever. <laughs> Go with it. Yikes. Cut it. Cut print. It's a wrap. All right. So after this nice, intense scene that just pulled Jeff in, we immediately pulled out, and the rug got pulled out from under me, and we start on a shot of nature and a bus going through the mountains with acoustic music and Sarah McLaughlin's sister singing in the background, I will remember you or something. I was like, Oh, that's right. This is a Nicholas Sparks film. Oh. So reality struck. <sighs> that made me feel so much better. Um, okay, so I was uh, while I was watching this, why is it in every movie when their people are running away, they get on a bus? Why? That it just doesn't make any sense to me. It But if you're running away from something you want to be somewhere you want to be on some mode of transportation that really is not hard traceable to, tr- to track you're not traceable you can't handle the truth clearly no, jeff the, can't handle the truth at this point i mean we're post 9-11 here all right let's let's put that on the table but i don't think you need anything other than money to get on a bus no i'm serious don't yeah. you need a like an id or no, something no i don't think you don't? so I, you could tell how much i travel by bus well have you ever taken public transportation but Do this isn't public transportation. This is like a Greyhound kind of a charter bus. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, but I still don't think that you need anything more than cash. They aren't Greyhound chartering the youth group going up to, you know, Camp Wanataka. But somebody's Wanataka got a sign for Camp Wanataka. Right. But I'm, I'm saying, no, you can travel untraceable. And if she hitched, like, they'd bound to be fine. They'd find the person that she hitched with, you know, down there. She'd just be like, I just got on a bus. I'm facing a crowd. I, 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 I think I think if I were running away after I'd stabbed my husband, I would run onto a bus. Oh, sign me up for that film. Yeah. Eric stabs his husband, <laughs> runs on a bus. It's called Safe Haven. <laughs> Safe Haven 2. 
And then he then he dyes his hair blonde. That's right. Oh please! I want to see like you as and his beard. <laughs> oh, I would yeah. dye the beard. Oh please dye the beard! In my head, your beard is dyed uh, in this movie. <laughs> next bet that Eric loses, dyeing his hair blonde. Oh, Love it for and the beard. sure. In the beard, please for me. Um, please for me, Jeff. Fun color. All Green. Right, I'll go fun color. Doesn't have to be blonde. Green. I don't think I've ever seen a blonde beard. <laughs> my brother. No, his is red. He's blonde, but his beard is red. He's a ginger beard fellow. I, I have patches a little. It's my where my Irish lives is in my beard. <laughs> little patches. Everyone's got a little Irish <laughs> beard. Everybody it's like, does. Oh, look at the little patch of red right there. Yep, that's where the Irish lives. That's, that the go. blood of Saint Peter is right here. Or no, it's Saint Pat. <laughs> I got my saints uh, mixed up. Ah, <laughs> uh, Saint Patrick lives in all of us. Patron Saint of beards. Oh. <laughs> but. But on that, but on that thing, I would hide on a bus. That seems the most logical explanation. I wouldn't for get me. on a plane because okay. you know what? You see all these other movies and they could trace you. Like, oh, you got your passport and your, you have to go through this whole rigmarole of getting right. a new passport. Anyone ever been? You to the don't airport? match it. It's terrifying. You know, have you ever been to this bus depot? There apparently were giving tickets away because it was so crowded. Yeah, well, I've never. People needed to get away. Is the Southwest want to get away? <laughs> Take a bus. Want to get away indiscreetly? Take a great. Are you running away from your problems? Maybe you've stabbed somebody. But if you, but if you got like a couple of bucks, like Mega Bus, you can ride it for a buck. Yeah, I'm not sure the whole details on that thing. I see him riding around, and it's like, go here for a dollar. There's some kind of catch. Yeah, I know. I've had people that have it's ridden a dollar a bus, mile. and it's the worst. They say it's the worst experience. Never even ever heard had. of this bus. Really? You, no. Yeah, you haven't heard of all the bus wrecks. Those oh, are well, all mega buses. Well, then there, I'm not looking into it. Then. It's it's a new transformer, <laughs> mega bus. Oh, I like it. Transformer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because when the transformers Best come to Earth, transformer ever. <laughs> <laughs> I am mega bus oh. here to destroy Optimus Prime. Oh wow! Charging a dollar to everyone who rides me. <laughs> Sounds about right. Humans. <laughs> Earth is our home now. <laughs> Riding from one bus depot to the next. <laughs> and then I'd see that movie. Arc. <laughs> Cut in Lincoln Park music right now. I am on my knees. The Megabus <laughs> drives away. We're going to kill Sorry, Josh. Sorry, Josh. We're going to kill Jeff. Oh, oh! I'm playing this in my head. <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, this is a YouTube oh, movie. Fan- yes, we, we're going to have to <laughs> create this on YouTube. And the Transformer is made of cardboard. Oh, it's like college all over again. <laughs> Tobar, the cardboard robot. See? Oh, if you only knew us, audience, if you only knew us. All right. Um, so Julianne Huff's bus pulls into this harbor town that we have no clue what it is, Habit. where it is. Habitown. Habitown. She's from Boston, so we could use the accent. But she never uses the accent. But The pot. The pot. You know, she uh, went to the Habba, Habitown. Habba car park in the yard. Habba yard park in the car. When did Mark Wahlberg come to the show? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Flip that. Reverse it. Um, the first ten minutes of this movie, there is literally no talking. There's just 
montages of people talking in the background. Yeah, they're hiding the horrible dialogue in this film. (laughs) That's all it is. It's just, you know, they're they're trying to move the plot. They're setting the scene, though. They're setting the scene that this movie is garbage. (laughs) They want to set the scene that this is night and day difference. This is a safe haven. This is not crazy, scary... Let's Boston Ripper. Oh, Boston's just... going to get you. It's crazy scary. It's wicked scary out there. It is. Oh, you got to go Some to the safe haven of North Carolina for it's lovers. Very nice. It's colorful and picturesque. The show me state, North That's Carolina. Right. It's not the show me state. <laughs> it's the land of Lincoln. That's Illinois. I thought it was for lovers. Oh, my gosh. The Big Apple. Cheesehead State? City of Lights? The Big Easy? No. <laughs> no. The state people drive through? <laughs> Oh, oh, it's the yeah. one you go. It's the one you stop oh, at on the way to Florida. Yeah, yeah, I know no, that. No, no, no. You guys have been. Have you guys been in either of these, like North Carolina or South Carolina? I have been to both. Yes. They're beautiful. Oh, I'm not saying that they're not beautiful. Coastline is gorgeous. The Low Country. The Low. The base. Low Country. <laughs> it is the That's Low Country. That's what it's called. It's called the Low Country. South Carolina Low Country. That one actually is true. It's it is not, true. It's, it's may not, not be the land of Lincoln, but it is the Low Country. It is the Low Country. Don't it's where, mess it's where with Hootie's North from. Carolina. Hootie? Hootie. Oh, of the Blowfish. Yeah, it's Darius. <laughs> Darius Rucker. Yeah. Oh, I love Hootie. That's why his music's so laid back. Because he's from... I only want to be safe, in North Carolina. Safe haven. He is in Southport. Yeah, I think so. I think he's from the Carolinas. Mm. I could be wrong. Have no idea. I I'm not up on my hootie knowledge. Your hootie trivia. My <laughs> hootie know how. But but what he's doing is he's setting the scene. It's it's a safe place. I. It's dra- It's a stark contrast to the gritty part that Jeff likes. Yeah, the Gotham City part. To the soft. They go from Sin slow. City to safe. Yeah, Sin City. I like that. That's yeah. a good analogy there. It's like Sin City. A dame to kill for. That's right. Coming this fall. But uh, but but we also have to go back to the fact that this is a book, right? And in books, they people don't read books anymore. That's why they have movies. But you know what I'm saying? You have you have someone here who does read. That's me. Well, aren't you educated? Okay, she wrote well. But what I want to say though (laughs) is is that in a book you spend a lot of time setting up the. Setting the, the scene, and if this is, and if the scene, and in, in, in this movie, I think the setting is very important to it, to the title, to the plot, and the title. <laughs> the title. So you have to really spend a lot of time making this seem uh, like a serene place. Right. You're really digging way too deep. I am. This. You're really trying hard. But I agree with him. <sighs> Don't agree with him. It only encourages him. Well, it's true though. <laughs> Amen, brother. That's right. You, I hate it when you two even even if me. this movie is garbage, there are specific things that you have to do to make it a movie. A movie, <laughs> like tell a plot or right. write down a story, which neither of those two happen in this film. Well, there's a story. There's a story, not a good one. Well, it's Nicholas Sparks. People love it. Chicks dig it. Chicks Sapping dig sex it. Mm-hmm. Chicks dig it. PG thirteen sex cells. Take my breath away. We'll talk about that later too. Yeah. Ah, <whistles> uh, so Julian Huff gets a job at a fish shack, also known as Ivan's. Ivan's. Who names a fish shack Ivan's? Ivan. Maybe he was Ivan. Maybe that yeah. crusty guy's name is Ivan. <gasps> the Maybe. fish. I love the fish this time of year. Well, you know. Russian people like fish too. 
in North Carolina. That's good. <laughs> well, he may have he may have transplanted. <laughs> Come that to was America good. That was with good. the hopes and the dreams of my forefathers <laughs> <laughs> to open a fish shack named Ivans in Southport. North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay, <laughs> how can you do that's hard. That's really yeah, hard. that is a hard North one. North Carolina. Mm. <laughs> we'll work on it in for this next week. <laughs> <laughs> you could somebody please teach us Russian accents because we're not doing oh, it. We were de- you're decent. So uh she gets this job as a waitress and rents out this creepy old cabin. Which by the way, by the way, <laughs> if you are running from somebody Jeff ran alert. Yeah, I need I need a music thing for that. I need a drop for that. Jeff Rant. Jeff Sidebar. Sidebar for a second. If you're running away from somebody, why would you choose to live in the creepiest cabin I've ever seen in my life that has holes I'll, in it? I will give you that. It is in the middle of nowhere. It looks like it sh- belongs in, like, the house at the end of the block or whatever it is. Cabin in the woods. It's, it is creepy. And there's no phone. She has no mobile phone. She's and you're running from somebody. Wouldn't you want something, like, if they showed up? It's 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 typical I mean, Lifetime original movie right. is what it yeah. is. Well, that's what a Nicholas Sparks do- book is. It, this is. This is a Lifetime original movie with some money with the, behind it. With some money behind it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but be, but, uh, but I, would, I would agree that definitely you would not want to just go, go in the middle of the wood. I mean, it, and it, from what we can tell, she has no neighbors, really. None. Joe shows up and, you know, and and she's lives a down the street. she's a quote-unquote neighbor from down the a street. A distant neighbor. It's very distant. <laughs> Eric, don't give me Shh. Spoiler <laughs> alert much. <sighs> All right. So uh, Julian Huff heads into town to Josh Dumel's general store. Now, I put this out there to our l- illustrious panel. If you were going to give a slogan to Josh Dumel's general store, what would it be? So they came up with a couple things. Eric, what did you come up with? I came up with uh, everything's top shelf because my daughter can't reach the can't reach anything higher than the bottom. Uh, that's not good. That's no. that's, that sucks <laughs> that actually. Bad. Now that I'm saying it, yeah, that, it was funny well, in my head. Yeah, Amber, um, I have a couple. Okay, um, if they come out right, I don't know. We'll see. Eric's didn't come out right. Okay. No, mine didn't come out right at all. So. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. Um, I was on the fly. Uh, Dumal's general store, where we'll take off your our shirt with a purchase. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, our products are Fergulicious. Ooh, I like that one. Where the, the kids thing. run the store. And these kids do run the store. Mm. Yeah, that's. Those are my three. And I, I had three as well. Uh, Josh Jamel's General Store, where you can find B-list roles in A-list movies. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of giving a little homage to his Transformers. <laughs> um, Josh Jamel's General Store, open Monday through Fergie. Uh, you guys didn't like that one. Okay, no. how about this one? Josh Jamel's General Store, where the kids have more acting talent than the adults. This is truth. It is true. It's very true. It's true. Segwaying into the little girl. She liked her. She was really good. She, I think she didn't know she was in a piece of garbage movie. Yeah, I felt like this is my one shot. I can do this. Where everybody else is like, oh, this is going to be awful. This is, I can't believe I came into work for this. But she was really engaging. She was. Her dialogue didn't feel forced or, you know, too child star 
acted. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. felt natural. Yeah, sometimes those kid stars are mm-hmm. annoying. Yeah. But she wasn't. She was so cute. I just loved her character. She was just like a seven-year-old girl. Yeah, absolutely. It felt, it felt very natural. Yeah. I liked it. Um, we then intro Kobe Smulders. Uh, Kobe Smulders, sorry. I keep want to call her Colby. Yeah, know. it should be Colby. Colby. Yeah, I don't know. Kobe. Kobe. Smulders. (laughs) Sneaking sneaking around Julian Huff's house, which is really creepy. Very creepy. Like, I don't know. If you have a new neighbor, why would you peer in their window? Right. Ugh. Which, again, why would you live in the middle of nowhere? Thank you. (sighs) Cabin of the Woods. Creepy. She's got an axe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Spoiler alert. Kobe Smulders murders everybody. (laughs) Jeff loves the movie. Great movie. Best we've seen. Um, so we find out that Dumel lost his wife to cancer. And at this point, I just wrote down the interaction between Huff and Dumel is just awkward. I feel like there's just no is chemistry it, between these two people. Is it really is it really awkward or is it awkward that she stabbed the man she loved and loved loved him? You know, I'm using this in quotes. And now is for those not, of you for visually impaired. Yeah, exactly. You, right. yeah, I don't know how to do air quotes in in, in, in radio. Yeah, I mean, I'll just quote unquote. That works. <laughs> there you go. You <laughs> I've solved that problem. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 would you would you be as is willing and open to just no. run into love with the next? No, person? she's running from somebody. I completely agree that this is, you know, one. He's a widower, mm-hmm. and you know. From the looks of it in the movie, it appears that he's, you know, this is the first time he's been interested in someone since his wife died. Right. And she's running from somebody, you know, she's on the run. Yeah. I I mean, not that they're stellar actors, but I think they did their part. Yeah. I think they did it their part. It would be definitely. awkward chemistry at first. Yeah. He's interested in her, pushing way too hard, and she's awkward and scared and it's living it's awkward in a cabin on purpose all alone i guess <laughs> he digresses <laughs> <laughs> all right so you know i really feel like there's a ton of musical montages in this with absolutely nothing they're trying to advance the plot with no words no dialogue whatsoever they're reading books they're painting floors they're fixing bikes they're canoeing they're eating they're driving Yet they're not talking to one another. They had conversation, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they did. In the background, though. (laughs) You're not advancing the plot. I like the music, though, from this movie. You would. I do. Would you you listen to it while taking a bath with a glass of wine? Absolutely. Awesome. And I'd listen to it on on my computer today. I listened to the whole soundtrack today. I'm I'm going to admit I thought about it. It was really good. I was curious some of the... It's just really laid back, easy kind yeah. of, you know. Not, not, not. But that's North Carolina and South Carolina. We've been through this, it, gentlemen. It, it is the show me state. <laughs> the low country. The low country. <laughs> I don't know what that means, Gators but I'm going to keep using it. Gators great, and fried chicken. The great panhandle. Shrimp. <laughs> oh. The Uper, North Carolina. Um. <sighs> That one made no sense. No, I'm, I'm just going to say that made no sense. Do any of these make sense? They all make sense. In some way, they re- do relate to a state. Almost heaven, North Carolina. Land of Lincoln. Hello. No. Okay. 
All right. So they go. Uh, they go uh, back to the beach where they find that Dumel's kid is struggling to adjust without his mom. I can see that. Yeah, you gotta have some kind and of like an, between another kids. woman in there too. Yeah, that's not his mom. That. He's angry. Did we? Here's a question: Did we find out how long it's been since mom died? Well, he did mention that his daughter remembered the idea of her. And the kid was maybe seven. Did we say? You yeah, we thought seven? she was probably seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and he, and obviously his son, whose name is Josh. <laughs> um. Anyway, I just kind of. Funny. So lazy, but I think that well, was that was a name in the book. It had nothing to do with Josh. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's who Nicholas could Sparks had. You in could his change head when he was the writing names. Maybe uh, I, I think you can. Well, you know. Anyway, but I think that it it had to have been maybe six years. Yeah, I'd say it was at least maybe five six. or six years. At least five. Yeah. Okay. I think that's too much. I think I like three. Three? If she's seven, she's four. But she remembers the idea of <laughs> of her mom, not really anything about her. I guess. I don't know. I feel like, so she's two? Maybe she was two yeah. when she... I don't know. My two-year-old wouldn't necessarily know the idea. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, don't, I think that's too much. I think there's only like three or maybe four years. Four years max. Well, agree to disagree, Jeff. Yeah. Like we usually do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't... <laughs> Don't oh. fight yet. <laughs> Listen, I'm in charge. All right, so <laughs> I've got the volume knobs. <gasps> um, so at minute 40. Why do you think we haven't heard anything from this person? <laughs> uh, at minute 40, we find that Southport, the name of the town is Southport, but we still don't know to this point what state it is. And spoiler alert out there, we never know what state it is. But all, according to Amber, all Nicholas Sparks movies take place in North Carolina. Yeah, yep. they usually end up in North Carolina somewhere. And as we read from our synopsis, <laughs> Southport, synopsis. North Carolina. Syn- synopsis? Synopsis. Synopsis? Yeah. Theater? <laughs> mobile. And your mobile phone. Um, this movie clearly could have been 60 minutes. There's just, I don't know, so much downtime in this film that they never push the point across. This is a, this movie's 2 hours long, guys. Yeah, 2 it is, hours. It is long. I stopped counting after the 11th time I checked how much time was left in this movie. I think I only checked twice. Eric, did how long? No, did I, you I get? checked a few times. Did yeah. you? I checked twice. I think I think I might have actually I think I might have actually like stopped it halfway through and then started it again. <laughs> it was like the 10th 11th time. I'm like I've stopped this 10 times. And I'm only halfway done. Mm. And I know I stopped it at least maybe three or four more times. Just not stopped it, but just tapped my iPad to see how much longer I had. And it was an eternity. This movie was so slow. This could have been a, a, a short film. Could have been 20 minutes. Could have gotten the point across. <laughs> 20 minutes. That's right. Um, so they, uh, Dumel and Huff end up taking a canoe ride where they end up falling for each other. In the rain. In the rain, mm-hmm. in true Nicholas Sparks fashion. Um, but we always seem to keep cutting back to this cop that's looking for Huff. He's really creepy. And at this point, he we see him drinking the scotch at a crime scene. Mm-hmm. Really, really creepy. Weird. Yeah. Very creepy scene in the 
in the movie. It's like, oh, they got the good scotch here. Let me just wipe away the blood. Yeah, and and I think I think it was interesting. It was at this point where you know we'll we'll leave it up to what the spoilers, but it was like there were no like crime scene investigation no. stuff. It was just like it was of, still a crime scene though. If we're talking about we talked earlier about how long this thing took place, we we're saying between two and three months. At this point, you're still probably a month into this. There's still shoes around. A carpet right. is not cleaned with the blood stain. There's still but there's food no in... there's no crime tape. No, and I think that we figure out why later. Yeah, spoilers. But, but I, just nonetheless, it was still a very creepy scene. There had to have been flies around that food after a month. Well, you think gross. Um. So then we get our little PG thirteen sex scene. <whistles> You're welcome, ladies. Josh Dumel with his shirt off. Gag. I think that's in his contract. I think it is too. Every Must remove my shirt two uh, times. Well, you know, I get an extra twenty grand every time I do this. So take my welcome. breath away. <laughs> do 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 do. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm, <laughs> no. I bet she does get a little extra money for that. Little skin. Little skin. So wouldn't be a surprise. <sighs> Gotta keep Fergie fed. Spurgalicious. That's right. My humps. Lovely <laughs> lady humps. Those cost money. Those, those <laughs> do. That's upkeep. Yeah, at this <laughs> point, it's just maintenance. <laughs> Thank you. This isn't free. <laughs> this ain't cheap. <laughs> Black Eyed Peas broke up, Josh. This ain't. This don't cost. London oh. Bridges ain't doing that well. <laughs> <laughs> I had one hit. Um, <laughs> So Josh Jamel is at the police station picking out fireworks, and he sees a wanted poster for Huff. Do, 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 do. Oh, you know, it's amazing to me that after they have a... Did she look like Lady Gaga in that picture? It was a horrible photo. <laughs> that could be Lady like Gaga. any nondescript blonde woman. Do you know woman? this person? Well, I know somebody who kind of looks like her, but... Oh, it's Lady Gaga. What, don't we all? Yeah. Oh. Exactly. My cousin Fred. Oh, a red light. Um, so he confronts her. She freaks out and she starts leaving. Uh, we cut to the creepy detective getting called out by a superior, and we find out that the creepy cop is Huff's husband. What? What? And she's not really a murderer after all. She's a victim of domestic violence Thank because you. he's a drunk person all the time. Very angry and sweaty. Just very angry, very sweaty, angry drunks. sweaty drunks. Sweaty drunks. Mm-hmm. Sweaty drunks. Known loving drunks and angry drunks. Funny drunks. Sweaty Funny drunks. drunks. Happy Just drunks. never met a sweaty drunk. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. So we flash back to the quote-unquote night in question. Um, Huff, or I'm sorry, the husband gives Huff a lovely little necklace. Uh, she bakes him a pie. It's, it's like the cleavers in the household. But all of a sudden, we find out he's an alcoholic. And he kind of switch or uh, flips the switch on her. And this is like a Lifetime original movie. This is just basically yeah. scripted from that. Um, so she ends up stabbing him in the side. But as we learn, he lives. She just go for the jugular. Mm-hmm. As it, Whenever I watch 24, I'm always like, put a bolt in his head. Because that's the only way these people are going to die. Like, He'll hey, show up in like show hour up 24. Show up. Later. I'll show up seasons later. Mm-hmm. You just put one in the one in between that sherry. Oh man, I can't oh, say it hurt. Right? Put a bullet in her head. Come on, nope, nope. We're gonna let her go. Um, Nina, Nina Myers Nina. too. Oh, yep. oh 
man. Like, nope. She just you guys going to let her live? Nope. Fan favorites. Yeah, they let her live, and then all of a sudden, bullet in the brain. They don't come back from that. Not usually. No. So Huff's husband breaks into this old lady's house. So this old lady ended up helping Huff get away. She's a throwaway character, but... Um, Hoagie. Hoagie. Yes. Julianne Hoagie. We're, we're pronouncing it Hoagie. Hoagie. <laughs> uh, he discovers a voicemail and number on her answering machine. Uh, also f- sees her lovely 1998 caller ID. Right. You know, seniors get a discount when they... When that's that's why it was free. But, or it just comes free with Magic Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Buy yours today at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Uh <laughs> Free with your order on QVC today only. You can get a Magic Jack caller ID. Know who called you. Know which loved ones made that d- dynamic phone call. Um, <laughs> so Huff's husband uh, wanders into town, and he is drunk as a skunk. That just wanders into town. He was in Boston, so that means he drove drunk as a skunk nine plus hours with his hard liquor in his, you know. Oh yeah, his. I uh, mean, he cup was holder. He was just binging it the whole way down there, and I want to know how he safely made it to Southport. So he's slapping himself in the face. Like, oh, oh, I know. Wake up! Wake oh. up! Wake up! It's time to do this. Oh, I'm gonna get her. And then when he arrives in town, he nearly plows into some teenage kid. And nobody reports him. No. No, no one reports this guy for doing that. Or then like they're showing him like walking around like like grabbing every blonde haired girl. Oh, and, like, so creepy. Like, in the middle you? of the parade. And like and like But in a like, small town like that where all the service. But they men said a hundred thousand people were gonna be there. Somebody's gotta say something, see something. This is 2014. See something, say something. Yeah. See, <laughs> so, see something, say something. Oh, my gosh. I like say something, Homeland, see something. Homeland Security <laughs> wants you. Report it. Remember Chicago, people. Remember. If you see an alien activity, you report it. Remember Chicago. Transformers 4. Yep. Don't see it. But don't see it. <laughs> don't waste your time. But all the service people... Firemen, policemen, they're in this parade. So who are they going to report anything to? Yeah, they should be the ones seeing it, though. They should be. Well, because they did see it. Because he it. almost hit like a cop car and uh, and a fire but truck. They didn't right do there. anything about it. They're like, uh, uh, support the July. Maybe he's part Woo! of the parade. Party. Right. No crimes happen on July Fourth. No, not, not at in all. America. Nope, America. Ah, so J- Dumel and Son head out on a boat to shoot off the lovely fireworks. When Huff is watching the fireworks from the dock, she's approached by Kobe Smolders, warning her that her husband is there. Oh, but she was dreaming. Uh, yeah, kind of a weird. It was weird. Throwaway scene, yeah. I think, but but we find out why later. Right. All right. The husband uh, finds that Huff is in the Josh Dumel's general store. He starts pouring gas, and just as he's about to light it, she says she'll go with him just to save the kids and the family. Lexi. And that's right. Mm-hmm. Lexi, because Lexi's upstairs. But then a firework. <laughs> that's a long drop. Goes awry and then hits the store, hits the gasoline that's on the store, sets it on fire. Uh, Huff and her husband are in a struggle with a gun, and Huff shoots him in the face. Ended him. Yeah. <laughs> Right, that's what I said. Kill shot. Kill, Kill shot. shot. Right between the Kill eyes. Kill shot. 
He's twisting a kill just, shot. She's not coming back from that, you know? No, it's really hard to come back from. Your face being blown off. Yeah, it blowed off. <laughs> it just. Now, had this been rated R, I would have loved to have seen that. Gross. Game of Thrones kind of just blood everywhere. Ugh. Just. But then, you know, I mean, you know, but that was that was important. But this whole store burned down. I mean, it's it just, did. To the ground. The only thing that was left was that metal staircase. The metal staircase. The metal staircase and and the desk. And the desk. The fireproof desk. Which was very important. Yeah. Which was. Yeah. Um, And as Dumel was picking up the pieces uh, of the store, he has a breakthrough moment with his son. And hands one of the the letters. Right, because he pulled out pulled out a drawer, and his wife has been writing letters for uh, very special occasions: uh, son's graduation, daughter on her wedding day, which very nice thing to do. Right. Yeah, you I know, agree. Right. I thought very memorable, very touching, and yeah. even for this hard-hearted cynic of a woman that I am, I got a little misty. Uh, I thought that was. I've always thought too that that was a good idea. Even just writing a letter to my kid, like on her birthday or something like that or hey remember this day you're not going to remember because you're two but i'll remember it so that later on you can read about it right um we've uh journaled our our family vacations as well just because you know so you have some kind of memory it's just a really touching thing and i think that was a really sweet part of this movie yeah absolutely it should have been called the letters oh or the notebook Oh wait a minute! Oh, he wrote one called yeah. "Message Did he do in that? a <laughs> Message in Rodanthe. Oh my god! North Carolina. Nights in Rodanthe. Is that the theme song of Nights in Rodanthe? <laughs> no, no, it isn't. <laughs> Richard Gere. Women on a horse, on a beach. You're welcome, ladies. Silver Fox. You still can't see me shaking my head, right? No. <laughs> no, no. This is radio, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Right. Good radio. <laughs> Welcome to radio. <sighs> um, okay, so Dumel hands Huff a letter labeled to her, um, and we find out that it's a letter from his dead wife to his future love of his life. I wasn't really sure if it was a wife or what, but whatever. Well, why, I'm glad it said to her and not to whomever, because maybe Josh Dumel had a change, a change of heart, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, time out. What would happen if, hey, uh, Julianne, Things aren't looking too good right now. <laughs> Can I have that letter back? Right? <laughs> yeah, you don't, I, you don't give that letter willy-nilly. No, it's it's got to <laughs> be like, so you, you're thinking about divorcing me. So remember that letter? Yeah, you can't gonna do that. going to need that back. Can you pretend to seal it? Can you seal that back you up? Because like, you know, you're definitely not her. Her. <laughs> oh, I think you're not uh, her material. New bus girl <laughs> is her material. She's running away from something else. I don't know. I We're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> We're at safe haven too. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. The wacky hijinks of safe haven. <laughs> I hope my store didn't burn down again. You know what it should be? It should be titled to her question mark. Her? Her? Huh? Her? Maybe. Um, so we find out uh there's a picture of Kobe Smolders and she is the mom. What? Joe's a ghost. Oh my gosh! Sixth Sense. This is like a psychological thriller. See, and this is the part of the movie that I I don't remember this from the book, so because it had been a while since I'd read. Yeah, it. Yeah, so, so you you have no record. You I don't remember the, you, this, this hit at all. you like you're like what? Yep. 
Come on. <laughs> what? <laughs> All that for that. Oh, yep. my gosh. Yep. Stupid iPad. So, no, it was. It was kind of, I didn't kind of get there until that moment, quite honestly. But I also thought it was just kind of dumb. Boo! Boo! Yeah, like I just kind of felt like you didn't really need to do that to make this movie anything different. Or the, or the book, for that matter. Book! Words on page! <laughs> I hate you! I can't read! <laughs> Why did I learn to read? I hate your public school education! I would agree with you, though. I think it was kind of like a... It, it wasn't necessary. It wasn't necessary. Because she didn't drive the plot at all. Why did it need all? to be a paranormal ending? I see I mean? dead people. Right? Do you think other people's had Do you think other people had encounters with Joe also? <laughs> hey, maybe with Joe. No, I don't know. I mean, maybe just she saying. just haunted that little cabin, and that's why it was left alone. <laughs> oh, you know why it's cheap? There's a ghost. You know what? <laughs> I think if we re-edit. Some of this footage, there's a horror movie in there somewhere. Right? <laughs> yeah. Starring Kobe Smolders. It's just right there. Right? Yeah, you could re edit this whole trailer and make it look like a like in you a see world, the murder scene and then yeah. A young blonde woman goes to the cabin. But who's waiting there for her? Kobe Smolders. Hi. How are you? Let's go to the mall. <laughs> Good old God, sparkles. Song. Sand castles in the sand. Sand, sand castles. Oh, James Vanderbeek was so good in that role. He was. Oh, he's so he was so funny. Um, yeah, Eric. When did you figure this part out that she was? I I figured it out. I I figured out something was up when she was sitting in the swings, uh, looking at them dancing, and then uh, there there was this whole scene. It was like because she she looked like she shouldn't be there. Yeah, she looked kinda, out of place. Kind of very, kind of also like forlorn. That's not a word, but I, you know, I mean. That's a word. Yeah, I'll yeah. take it. But, you know. Survey says. That's a word. It's a word. <laughs> it's a word. But, you know, it, it, she just didn't, she just didn't seem like she fit. And not in like, a, oh, she's a pariah or anything like that. More like, she's, she's just pariah. not there. She's as leprosy. She's literally not there. Whoa. That was good. Super deep. That's because how about I you, Amber? Read. When did you figure it out? Oh, she already said she yeah, it what, hit her like moment. a ton of bricks. Oh, um, for me, I saw it, uh, started to see it when Julian Huff was painting her floor. For some reason, I was like, huh, if you're such a good friend, why aren't you helping her paint her floor? So I thought kind of oh. something was up there. Because they hand her the brush and she goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so good at painting. No. I'm not so good at doing pretty floor. much anything. Because I can't hold any objects. No. Was she always wearing the same outfit? Time no, out? she was no, not. No, she wasn't. She's wearing different outfits. Huh. So apparently ghosts can change their clothes? Well, you know, it is a fashionable line of work to be I'm just, I'm just I saying. I didn't know that. It is. You know, I think I probably would have got it sooner if she didn't change. That's true, too. I would have been like. She's so smelly. (laughs) She's in the same clothes. Why is she in the same clothes? Does she not shower? (laughs) Patrice! (laughs) Sorry. I I love how I met your mother. Um, All right. Uh, So we find out that, you know, Smolders is the mom and 
she writes this great letter asking her to take care of the family and everything. It's very lo- very touching. Right. Very moving. Wish they'd move it to Pittsburgh. <laughs> All right. The end. Um, how, scale of one to five. Eric, how would you rate this film? Uh, I'd give it a, I'd give it a two. Give it a three. Why? This movie is rated 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. Compared to the crap and garbage that we've watched. Now, those are practice episodes. And I went, <laughs> which they will see the light of day. Maybe Exactly. In and we've watched them. Regardless of whether or not they're out there for everyone to Oh, hear. they'll be out there. We've watched them. They're gold, Jerry. Com- gold. <laughs> <laughs> and compared to that, I mean, this really wasn't. Ter- it wasn't terrible to me. I give it a one. I'm a, I'm a, a one. Why would Why? you give it a one? Because I'm with my fellow critic brothers and sisters here. Twelve percent. Even if I give it a one, I'm eight percent above what they are. <coughs> yeah, but IMDb even gives it a six point seven. IMDb. 10. That people can change it. That's like the <laughs> Wikipedia. Well, but still. Oh, they gave really a six? 6.7. 6. 7. Out of 47,000 reviews. Out of, 40 no, 6.7 out of 10. Out of 10. 10. Out of 10. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I was right. <laughs> you got 6.7 out of, of 47,000. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no. Teacher, what is that average out to? That's 10. an F, Jeff. <laughs> But Can I get like extra still credit? Still but 47,000 people chimed in. Can you round that up to a seven, teacher? Uh, yeah, sure. It's still an F. Oh, dang it. Okay, you said 6.8 out of 10. That's a D. Mm-hmm. That's a high D. It's a high D. <laughs> it's a high D. It's a 68%. It's better than a one. Uh, I speak the truth. You want to go? Come on, let's go, Jeff. Don't. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> Why do you give it? A, well, you give it a three, though, based on. I it's mean, really we got we to, but we got to look at this in context for in, what it is for context, the movie. If it's a just, one. Jeff says it's a one, and you I say, say it's, it's a, three. a three. It wasn't that awful to watch. There was no dialogue moving the thing around. You have Julianne Huff, who well, is a Dancing Hokey. with the Stars Hokey. person, <laughs> who tried to be a country artist, didn't do well in that. Now she's trying was to in Footloose. Wait. I, hey, I agree. I Josh agree with Dumel you. Josh Dumel is not a leading man. But they also acted with what they had. Yeah, this whole thing is a pile of poop. <laughs> it's really. It's one big stinking pile. It's a of little poop. turd. It's, it's not a big pile. It's no, a it's turd. This wing pile. is closed. <laughs> <laughs> it is a crusty old man leveling that bathroom. That's what. Here's how I feel about this movie. <laughs> It's a one. I'm with my fellow Rotten Tomatoes people. All right. Let's go to the box office of this film. All right. This budget, surprisingly, was $28 million, which is about $27 million more than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. But Josh Jamel's got to get that new wing of his house. Hey, Fergie, we're putting in a pool. Took my shirt off. Got another million. Doing a Nicholas Spark. These things are money makers. They, yeah. Take my shirt off. People <laughs> love it. Gross. Not Amber. I'm going to win her over someday, though. 
All right. <laughs> He's going to try. going to try. She doesn't like my body. I, uh, how can I make her see? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, Eric, worldwide box office, what do you say? So you say it's $28 million. I'm going to say it broke even. I'm going to say I'm gonna say maybe maybe got 28 maybe $30 million, you know, right around there. Okay. Well, I know that this came out on Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. Aww. And it's a, not even a rom-com, it's just a romantic Drama. Yeah, and your rom coms usually do pretty darn well. Right. So I want to say it made some money because it is a Nicholas Sparks movie book. Uh, the name does. Right. From the director who so brought I'm gonna you. Say from the writer who brought you. <laughs> from the, the guy notebook. who wrote the notebook. And hey, remember A Walk to Remember? He did that too. Knights in Rodanthe, no one saw it. But he still <laughs> wrote it. <laughs> and did. you loved it. Dear Jan. See? See? We all know them. That's right. We, we do. all know so them. Sad. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say it doubled. So like 50, no, 60. 60 million. Amber, 60. you are our winner. Nice. 96.3 nice. million dollars. 96? Worldwide. So it was not even like 61 or 62. It was 96 Folks, million. This is a box office success when you can triple your money. Oh my god. And you know, movies like this tend to stay under the radar. They're not going to win a week. Okay. Mm-mm. Where you've got like we saw this summer with like X-Men wins is number 1 maybe one two weeks in a row or Spider-Man's up one two weeks in a row. This is the kind of movie that sits at 5 6 for 10 straight weeks. Ten, because people will in. still go see it. But they only make these romantic dramas or whatever every so often, too. You know That's what I mean? That's true. It, mm-hmm. they, they try to space them out enough where... It's like those kids' movies. You put out a an animated film around you know November, December, it could be garbage, and it makes a ton of money. Oh, absolutely. Right. Well, like we've talked about before, it's all about when it comes out, what else has came out at the same time. And this um, this came out around Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. On Literally Valentine's on Day. Valentine's February Day. February 14th. Yep. February 14th. Oh, let me look it up. Twenty. Let me turn off that click for you people at home. 2013 box office. Let's see what else came out that week. All right, daily box office. Box office mojo. Wow, I was dead wrong. Um, that came in first that weekend. Safe Haven but it came was out a first really weekend. low weekend. Uh, like, here's what was around it. A Good Day to Die Hard. Not a good movie. Oh. Identity Thief. Not a good movie. Warm Bodies. Remember that one? I do. Beautiful Creatures. Don't remember that one. Side effects. Silver Linings Playbook towards the end of its run. I say I remember starting side starting to go down. Uh, Hansel that and was Gretel like Witch Hunters. Actually, 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 probably. But silver. that we've talked about that in previous episodes. That made a killing. It did. But probably Silver Linings Playbook though. They were showing it the second time post like Oscars. Oh. That one Silver Linings. But yeah. that but that's kind of a yeah. romantic. See, but I, movie. Yeah. 
that was only in what twenty five hundred theaters at that time. Mm. So I think it was because that was up for Oscar. So mm-hmm. that was it. Probably came out months before then. So it was right. already on its yeah downturn. Except by that point, it only made that's what I'm saying one point like, two, and it made ninety two. It's, it's like the post Oscar. Yeah, uh, to do it, Mama. Zero Dark Thirty was towards that the bottom. Argo was definitely towards the bottom. Django and Chain. This is like February. This was the dead month. Unless you're doing a romantic movie. Yeah. And yep. a good day to they die hard. They. Yep. A good day to die hard came out that weekend and it barely beat a good day to die hard. Well, which tells you how great that movie was. Then it made a killing. That was awful. It did. Not a good day to hard. <laughs> you know. Safe Haven made a killing. Yeah, it did it did quite well, which is surprising. Because I never, it like we said, it also came out a time of year where there's nothing. There's just nothing to draw you in unless you're it had its market share. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but that's how you got to market these films. Like we said, if you put out a uh, child's animated film in December, you're going to make millions. The, the Smurf movies, those are awful. Oh yeah, Elvin and the, the Chipmunks. They came out at the perfect time. They're awful. My kid loves them, but. You know, they came out at the perfect time where there was no other family film out there, and you got to take your kids to a movie on a snowy day or whatever. Absolutely. So, all right. That is going to do it for us. I say avoid this movie like the plague. Uh, these two kind of sort of recommend it. We're sappy. I guess so. Yeah. At 40 and 60%. Yeah, you guys do recommend <laughs> it. <laughs> stand behind it. I stand behind that. I say that this is a piece of garbage. Stand behind yours. Your stamp of approval. Yeah. It's not, it's yeah. just, it's all right. It's not terrible. It's two hours. Yeah, two hours. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Don't see this movie. Says Please. grumpy cynic Jeff. <laughs> he doesn't have a bone of softness in him. A bone of softness? <laughs> what the heck? That made no sense. No, it doesn't. Cut that in post. Seriously. <laughs> that's staying in. All right. <laughs> Uh, I'm your host, Jeff, and for Eric, see you later, and Amber. Bye. We're going to see you next week, guys. Bye.